Hi there, I'm Flora, Portside High School cheerleading captain and beauty pageant queen. My natural beauty and charisma mean that everyone's drawn to me, but hey, I don't make it easy for them. I only allow a select few to get close to me as I can't be seen associating with just anyone. Only my classmate Nina is pretty enough to have the coveted position of my BFF. Birds of a feather flock together, right? My high school life was perfect. But then, in the space of one day, that all changed. The principal, Mrs. Harrington, told me that due to my cheerleading abilities, I'd won a scholarship to the ACL Academy, a boarding school for the athletically gifted. And I was leaving today! Huh? This made no sense! I mean, I don't even do sports! I rushed straight home to discuss it with my mom and found her sitting on the couch surrounded by a load of shopping bags. Yep. She'd already spent the scholarship money before I'd even found out the news. I know mom loves money, but how could she make such a huge decision about my life without discussing it with me first? Ugh. Looks like I had no choice but to leave Portside High behind and go to this stupid sports school. Whatever. I'm a skilled cheerleader after all. It'd be a breeze, right? Wrong. This new school sucked. On my very first day here, I was woken up at 6am and forced to run five laps around the stadium. God, are these people superheroes or what? How are they able to run and laugh at the same time while I am panting like crazy? I didn't have time to catch my breath when the teacher made us move to the gym to lift weights. After three hours in the hellish gym, I barely had time to digest my lunch before they steered me into the volleyball court. Yep, that's the sport mom had registered me for. Ugh, this stupid sport. Finally, nighttime arrived, and I managed to crawl my aching body back to my dorm. God save me from this living nightmare. Suddenly, the door opened, and in stepped my three roomies, aka my volleyball teammates. Honestly, I don't even know if I could call them girls or not. One has super short cropped bangs, one doesn't say much and shuffles more than walks, and one wears clothes so baggy they resemble a tent. Obviously, I'm way out of their league. And you know what they all have in common? They're always sweaty. So gross. Come to think of it, I have to go take a shower ASAP. Otherwise, I might turn into one of them. Fresh out of the shower, I called Nina and blurted out how exhausted I was and how much I missed our school. Poor you, you must be so tired. Oh, by the way, I have some amazing news to tell you. There's a city beauty pageant coming up and I'm representing the school. What? But I won the school beauty contest. Yeah, you did. But you don't attend Portside High anymore, so seeing as I came second, they've given me the spot. Too bad, as you definitely would have won. What? How unfair! I was still in shock when the dorm supervisor stormed in and took away my phone. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention. This school even has a strict 10pm phones away and lights off rule. It's all because they believe health is the most precious thing for an athlete. I tossed and turned all night. This beauty pageant was massive, and there's no way I could miss it. But I'm not at Portside High anymore. Instead, I'm stuck in this dumb jock academy. Hmm, if only I could get out of here. Huh, that's right. I have a brilliant idea. I need to get expelled. So, I decided to skip practice and go cause some havoc for three days straight. I poured paint into the pool, cut off the badminton strings, deflated all of the soccer balls, and of course, 
I made sure that the security cameras caught it all. And, as expected, the principal eventually called me into his office. Yes, this was the moment I was waiting for. Soon I could pack and get out of here. Only the rest didn't exactly go to plan. If it had not been for Mrs. Harrington. Two laps of frog jumps around the soccer field. Now! What? Frog jumps? I hate those things! Why couldn't he just kick me out already? But wait, what does Mrs. Harrington have to do with this? After my punishment, I needed to vent. So, hugging my aching thighs, I called Nina to complain about my failed plan. And she just burst out laughing. <laughs> oh, Flora, those outdated tricks were never gonna work. You have to do something bold, like... <gasps> oh my god, Nina is a genius! The next night, following Nina's instructions, I sneaked out when everyone was asleep. That's right, I'm going to wake the whole school up with these firecrackers. I lit one in the dorm's backyard, then ran to hide behind the bushes. Three, two, one, and... Silence. Huh? I went back to check and saw that it had gone out. What's wrong? Is this one broken? I tried again and again, but the same thing happened each time. As if a ghost did it? Just the thought of it sent chills down my spine, so I sprinted right back to my room. Okay, so not only had my plan been a massive fail, but it had left me super tired. Needless to say, this morning's run was not fun. Zombie alert! Hmm, how come they look even more exhausted than me? Hey, have you guys heard about the doomed jock? He's the ghost in the dorm's backyard. Allegedly, he attended this academy years ago, and he exercised himself to death right there in the dorm's backyard. So now, he haunts it. What was she talking about? Could it be the one who messed with me yesterday? Was the doomed jock? I couldn't just give up like that. I needed to figure out a way to get out of this awful place before this ghost got me. Hmm... How about starting a fight? I heard that the fencing team and basketball team were the two toughest groups in the school. So, I sprayed paint on their fencing masks and punctured all of the basketballs, and left a fencing sword at the scene. Then I wrote both teams an anonymous letter. Sunday, 2 p.m., abandoned building near the back gate. When Sunday came, I hid in the abandoned house and waited for the two groups to arrive. Look at their tense faces. This was going to be fun. I quickly called the cops, and then took advantage of the chaos to blend in with the feuding teams. I almost got punched in the face when, fortunately, the cops got there just in time, causing everyone to frantically flee the scene. I happily ran to a cop. It's me! I started this fight! But, to my surprise, the cop just asked if I was hurt. Then he hurriedly chased after the gang. Only then I realized that if I wanted to be caught, I had to do exactly what they did. Run away! Oh, man. I was staggering my way back to the dormitory, feeling deflated, when I spotted the fencing and basketball teams coming my way. Freaked out, I looked around for a place to hide, but there was only one car parked on the side of the road. With no other way, I ventured to open the car door, and, oh, it wasn't locked. I quickly jumped in, hid under the back seat, and lay completely still. At that moment, the car door swung open, I closed my eyes and braced myself to catch some hands when suddenly the car revved up and left. Looking up, I saw the principal sitting in the driver's seat, whistling happily. Oh, so it was his car. 
After a while, the car stopped in front of a bar in town. Didn't expect a serious man like him to go to such places. But wait, an underage student being caught by the principal here would surely get me expelled, right? With that in mind, I hurriedly followed him. But at the door, a security guard stopped me and asked for my ID card. I had no idea what to do when suddenly a strange guy appeared. Hey cutie, need an ID card? How about this? I'll lend you a fake ID to get in. In exchange, you must go out with me tonight. Sounds good, huh? Well, I didn't plan on sticking around for long, as I would just get in, find the principal, and get caught right away anyway. So I nodded in agreement. I was about to take the ID card from him when someone yanked me back and pushed me into a cab. My roommates! What are you doing here? Do you know you've just ruined my plan and- Ruined? Who's the one causing trouble here? Do you honestly believe that if you get expelled like that, your old school will take you back? <sighs> Fat chance. Huh? How'd you know that I'm trying to get expelled? Turns out my roommates overheard the conversation between me and Nina. It was them who extinguished my firecrackers in the campus backyard, then made up the doomed jock ghost story to make me stay away from there. Then, when the basketball and fencing team searched for me, it was them who lied that I was with them all day so I could get away with it. But what did you do that for? Don't get us wrong. We didn't do it for you. We did it to protect the school's reputation. Then they started telling me that, for the last few years, due to bad achievements, our school was on the chopping block to make space for industrial areas. The only way to convince the city council to keep our school was by winning the state's upcoming sports competition. We've all played sports for all of our lives. Sport is everything to us. If our school closes, we don't know where we'd go. That's why when we saw you being lazy and messing about, we couldn't just sit back and watch. Oh, I had no idea about this. Suddenly, I felt so guilty. I mean, of course I don't want to ruin their futures. I then also opened up to them and told them all about the beauty pageant. They insisted there must be a way to join the pageant without returning to my old school. So they searched around on Google, and guess what? Turns out the pageant accepts free candidates too, which means no school registration needed. What else could I wish for? I immediately signed up for it, and as a thank you to my new friends, I started making an effort at playing volleyball. I'm a tall girl, so my training position is a right side hitter. And you know what? There is this satisfaction whenever I was able to block a ball. Not gonna lie, this is much more interesting than I thought. That weekend, I went to the city to pick out some dresses for the beauty contest. I found myself immersed in racks of gorgeous gowns when a familiar voice startled me. How about this one, Mom? Stunning, sweetie. You're the most beautiful girl in this world. I don't know what possessed them to pick Flora over you. But no need to worry this time, as I have sent her far away. Yeah, that's where she belongs. I'll show them who's the true beauty queen now. What? No way! My old school principal is Nina's mom? And transferring me to the sports academy was part of her plan? Just so her daughter could go to the pageant? I was fuming. So as soon as Mrs. Harrington went outside to take a call, I walked straight over to confront Nina. I can't believe you're like that! Nina looked shocked at first, but then smirked as she said, Like what? Like someone who's far prettier, more talented, and crown-worthy than you? Thanks, sporty girl. I shoved past her and stormed out of there. Wait for it, Nina. We'll soon see who the real winner is. 
The next few weeks were crazy busy with volleyball practice and the pageant preparations. I may have only been a reserve, but I still wanted to give it my all to motivate the team. The sports competition soon arrived, and after two days of competing, the fate of the school came down to the final match. Our volleyball game! Talk about intense! It sucked it was on the same day as the beauty pageant, as I would have loved to be able to cheer them on from the player bench. But then, disaster struck. The girl who plays right side hitter sprained her wrist and couldn't play. The whole team looked so worried, and that made my heart ache. There was only one thing for it. I'd replace her. If I was quick, I could still make it to the beauty pageant afterward. Come on, Flora. Stay focused. Just one point left, and we'd win. Suddenly, the ball came flying at me. This was it. I hit it with all my might and... Score! We won! I was busy celebrating our victory when everyone suddenly asked me about the beauty pageant. Oh my god! I almost forgot! The match went on longer than I thought it would. My friends dragged me into the taxi, but when we got there, the show was already coming to an end. And worst of all, guess who was standing there wearing the winner's crown and looking all smug? Yep, Nina. Did you come to congratulate me? Thanks, bestie. Oh, you guys must be Flora's new friends. Hmm, that figures. How cute. Stop the act, Nina. Yes, they are my friends. They're not fake, and they're a thousand times more interesting than you. <laughs> Say whatever you want, but I'm a beauty queen now, and you're no longer at the same level as me. My friends started clenching their fists, so I quickly pulled them away before anything happened. Right at that time, an announcement came across the speaker. Attention, pageants. We've just discovered signs of voter fraud. Please stay inside the hall and await further confirmation. About 30 minutes later, the truth finally came out. Turns out, Nina's mom had paid for the voting texts. Needless to say, Nina had her crown taken off her immediately, and Mrs. Harrington also lost her principal job. <laughs> what goes around comes around, right? As for me, I'm not bothered about beauty pageants anymore. Instead, I have a new hobby, volleyball. Turns out I'm pretty good at it, and who knows, I might even become a professional player? And you know what the best part of all this is? I now have true friends by my side who I know will be willing to help me anytime and anywhere. No, I'm not going to give up that easily. I thought, as I sat in the cave, no one would find me here for sure, except for the group of tourists who'd come here on a field trip. Not only that, I found myself in a terribly uncomfortable situation because I was in a filthy cave in my wedding dress. I got kicked out of there in disgrace. It turned out that I was hiding in the tourist zone. Whoever thought of doing tours in caves? It stinks and is boring as hell. But as soon as I got outside, I was immediately picked up by my fiancé Jacob's men. Oh man, now I really have to get married. Hi, my name's Lily, and my mom's making me get married, so I don't have to be dependent on her anymore. My mother should get the Mother of the Year award, because she's done enough to annoy me over the past year, and also caused me serious injury. It's her fault I broke my arm, because she made me work as a janitor in the winter, and then one morning, when the power went out all over town, I slipped in the dark, fell down, and blacked out, and when I woke up, I had a cast on my arm. 
I was in terrible pain. But instead of words of encouragement, my mother said, You did it on purpose so you wouldn't have to work. Do I look crazy? No, you're just lazy. You're useless. You can feel sorry for my mother. She's got such a grown-up daughter who's still not working. But the thing is, we're pretty well off and we don't need anything. But my mother got it into her head that I have to work because I'm 18 years old now. The thing is, her friend's daughter has been working since she was 16 and helping the family. And my mom hears from her friend all the time about how great her daughter is. And then she blows her brains out that I should set an example. So adopt her. I once got angry. I'm not going to sacrifice my time for your whims. I'm actually at university, and if I work, I wouldn't have time to study. That's just an excuse, Lily. If you wanted to, you could find a way. I don't want to, so leave me alone. But Mom was determined not to give up, and I found out the next morning when I got into the shower and cold water was pouring down on me. I screamed so loud, the whole neighborhood must have heard me. I ran out of the shower right away, and I yelled at my mom, and she just shrugged her shoulders and said that the water had been cut off for non-payment because I don't work, so there's no hot water for me. Of course, I knew my mother turned off the heater herself by turning the valve. What are you talking about, daughter? I just didn't have the money to pay the water bill, and no one helps me financially. Soon, we probably won't even have electricity. I got really pissed off, and I had to go to my friend Melissa's house to take a shower. I felt really uncomfortable, but luckily, she understood. Melissa thought my mom was wrong, but I wasn't just lying on the couch all day with my phone on all day. I'm in school, and I'm an A student. Then my mom started selling stuff that I wasn't buying with my allowance. It was my money, so I'm entitled. Mom, you're crazy. We're doing fine. Why are you ruining it? You don't want to hear me. You don't want to understand me. I was able to get my laptop back, but I had to say goodbye to my old console, a fitness watch, and a new leather jacket. But even that didn't break me, because I kept standing on my ground. My studies would come first, even if I had no fight with my mom about it. And then I had an unexpected surprise. I came home from the university, and I saw a beautifully set table. Mom even bought me a new dress. What's the catch? Are you going to take it away tomorrow? Of course not, honey. Get dressed. We have guests coming over. A family visited us. I immediately noticed a very handsome boy. It turned out to be my mother's colleagues and their son. The guy was shy, but that only added to his charm. He and I had a nice chat about games, movies, and studying. I really liked the guy, but only until I found out something. My mom has a thing for talking loudly on the phone. She thought I'd gone to bed, but in fact, I was finishing my literature essay. And that's when I heard that it wasn't just guests. Turns out, our parents want to marry us. What? But why would mom do that? What's she up to? I ran out of the room right away. I reached the phone out of her hands, and I threw it at the wall, feeling like I was the coolest agent 007 ever. I heard that. What are you up to? If you don't want to work and help me, then you're going to get married. So you don't have to sit on my neck anymore, Lily. I was so shocked. I stood there like an ice-cold statue for a minute. When I came to myself, my mother had already locked herself in the bedroom. No, 
This is too much. I'm not marrying anyone. Never. Meanwhile, my mother called the family back in for dinner. I dressed up like a real goth. I climbed up on the table. I threw away all the food, and then I started singing Rumsting songs. Well, that's just to scare the guests. You guys are crazy, like the Adams family, the man exclaimed. And we have a coffin in the closet, I said, and I laughed wickedly. The guests immediately ran away in terror, and then I ran out of the house to avoid the hot hand of my wicked mother. I hid at Melissa's and told her everything. My friend suggested an interesting theory. Your mother probably wants you to work for a reason. Maybe she really does have some problems that you don't know about. That seemed like a sensible idea to me. The next day, I went through my mother's things. And I found something interesting. Turns out, about six months ago, she got mixed up with scammers, who scammed her out of a lot of money. So that's why she wants me to go to work so bad. Mom has debts that for some reason I have to pay off. When I told Mom that I knew her secret, she was able to get away with it. I needed money for a gift. You act so hard for an electric scooter. But I didn't ask to go into debt. That's your problem. We argued for a long time. And the very next day, another fiancé came to visit us. Very wealthy, handsome, but terribly spoiled. I didn't like him at first sight, but my mother begged me to marry him. We'll settle our debts, and then you'll get a divorce. You might even get something in the divorce. Do it for me. No way. However, that guy didn't know how to take no for an answer, and he got us married. But I wasn't going to give up either. So I ran away from my own wedding and hid in a cave. And then you know the rest. And when we danced the first dance, he purposely stepped on my feet. And I responded by throwing a piece of cake at him, as a joke. The guests laughed. I laughed too. But Jacob, on the other hand, he was furious. Believe me, I did everything to get him to divorce me. I ruined his food. I burned his clothes with an iron. And once, I sold cheaply through an online store for the goods he was supposed to ship to his business associates in another country. But Jacob remained undeterred. At least, that's what I thought, until we had a social evening. Jacob came on stage, told me how much he loved me and cherished me, and then he showed people a slideshow of wedding photos. Except it wasn't wedding photos. They were mine, shameful ones, which the whole society saw. Now you've lost, Jacob said angrily. Then he came up to me. Let's just get a divorce. I'd love to, except our parents signed a contract, and I have to put up with you for a year. A year? I couldn't believe my ears. I couldn't hold back the tears of despair. Jacob didn't even feel sorry for me. Just like that, I was all alone. It was good that I could go to the university and get support from Melissa. But my mom didn't see how miserable I was. She talked me into staying with Jacob forever because he's insanely rich. And he certainly wouldn't skimp on gifts and expensive things. There's no way in hell I'm staying with that jerk, I screamed. The year went by unbearably slowly, and I finally got my divorce. In the divorce, I had no claim on Jacob's family money, but he gave me $200,000 himself. Buy yourself a house and move away from your crazy mother. My ex-husband said, and then he added, I'm sorry about what happened. It's been a sucky year for both of us. That's for sure, but thanks for the money. I could use it. After the divorce, I immediately bought a house on the coast, 
It wasn't a new one, but I didn't care. My mother wanted to move in with me. She'd always wanted to move out of that cramped apartment and into a house of her own. Oh, no, I'm going to live here alone, I said. Lily, how could you do this to your own mother? How could you do this to your own daughter? You got yourself into debt, and you made me pay it off without thinking about my schooling or what I wanted. If it weren't for me, you wouldn't have this house. I'm the one who made you marry Jacob. Yes, and that was a terrible year, too. Even that 200000 wouldn't make up for it. I don't want to see you. I closed the door in front of my mother, and I cried. I was very hurt that she couldn't understand me, and it hurt even more that I would no longer be able to communicate with her. My mother had betrayed me. Melissa and I renovated my new house together, and then one night... Jacob showed up at my door. Did something happen? Yeah, I don't have anybody to talk to, and I have a problem. Jacob told me his business is failing, and he has nowhere else to go, because all his friends and majors had turned their backs on him. My friend wanted him out, because she knew how he humiliated me at that social gathering. No, he's staying. And even though my ex-husband and I weren't friends, he gave me money after the divorce and helped me move out of my mother's house. I helped Jacob come to his senses after he lost his business. I also suggested a good idea for a startup. He loved the idea, but I had to sell the house to make it happen. Melissa thought the guy was going to screw me, but Jacob didn't. Instead, he took a cut, and now we're making money together from the business. The business helped us get closer and become friends. However, no amount of money helped me to reconcile with my mother. She was now resentful of me, but I didn't want to crawl on my knees in front of her either. But I hope that in future, we can forgive each other. Do you think my mom deserved forgiveness? Write your answers in the comments, like the video, and subscribe to the channel. Mrs. Dunn, I can't let you in. The head of the mansion's security said sternly, blocking my way to the helipad. He used to be good to me. That's right, I'm Mrs. Dunn. It's my house too. Get out of my way or I'll fire you. I didn't even think I could be so bossy. Your husband said that you are deprived of your right to property. It is true, temporarily. This square cretin coldly rapped out and smiled disgustingly. You want to know why it all turned against me? Well, okay. My name is April. And this is the story of how I married the ugliest but richest guy for his money. I freaked out and went to the garage, where my faithful personal driver was always waiting for me. But the driver refused to drive me too. He just looked at me in disappointment and said that after what I'd done, he wouldn't even let me get in the car. But we're friends, help me! I pounded my fists desperately on the limo glass. Mr. Dunn is my friend, too. I never imagined that you could hurt his heart so much. The driver shook his head and turned away. Well, I don't care. I'll take a cab myself. While I was hailing a cab, it started pouring rain, and they wouldn't even let me under the roof. Everyone in the mansion hated me. Although having lived in poverty for a long time, I imagined life in the mansion as something fabulous. You think this is going to be a story about a poor gray mouse that no one noticed? No, it wasn't quite like that. That's the thing, I've always been beautiful. I didn't have any money for makeup, but even without it, guys liked me. In fact, it was for my natural beauty that they valued me. But our life is not a love affair. 
beauty doesn't matter to many people if you don't have a scent. First of all, my terrible worn clothes ruined everything. Even the guys who liked me didn't dare go out with me because they'd just get laughed at. Secondly, my mother worked as a janitor at school and was strict with everyone. She was always trying to protect me, but it didn't help because I was an outcast for the rest of high school. I had a hard time getting into college. It was there that I finally began to feel like a normal person. The students didn't pay as much attention to my status. I realized this when all of us, poor and rich alike, gathered for a student initiation ceremony. There were several hundred of us in the gym. Everyone was having fun. And then paint came pouring down from the ceiling. It was really cool. Then the senior men handed out water pistols. We poured water on each other. And student life would have been fine if I hadn't, out of habit, avoided people. I had only one friend, Ellie. I was blowing guys off because I was ashamed of myself. But then there he was, my future husband. There was a rumor going around college that Dylan Dunn was going to appear in person at the session. All the girls were excited, and some of them even changed their looks to get attention. Ha, <laughs> Dylan Dunn. Is that shirt for Dee Dee? That is so ridiculous. I was amused by his first and last name. But Ellie didn't share my humor. This is the son of Alan Dunn himself. Someday his designs will eclipse the glory of Apple. So that's what this is about? Is it all about the money? I didn't even try to hide my disappointment. He is a millionaire, and he must be so handsome that our athletes can't compare to him. No one has ever seen him before. Indeed, Dylan was not on any social network. The mysterious millionaire. And there were a lot of rumors flying around about him. Some of the girls even suggested that Dylan and his family were mysterious vampires with unimaginable wealth, like in Twilight. But the guys were only leaning towards one theory, that Dylan Dunn was just a rich jerk. And then the day X came. Dylan arrived at the college in a fancy limousine. Everyone was shocked. The limo door swung open all by itself. The girls gathered around in anticipation to see how the handsome man would step outside and the sun would sparkle on his cold, pale skin. All these dreams were shattered by amicable laughter and whistling. Out of the limousine came a guy as ridiculous as possible. Nickname Dee Dee suited him perfectly. He was unnaturally thin, with long, bleached hair. Instead of a classy, stylish suit, he wore stretched, shapeless clothes. On the first day, Dylan was named the ugliest guy in the entire college. But you know what surprised me the most? The girls still ran after him. I don't get it. It's about the money again. I was pacing around my friend's room, fiddling with a pillow. People don't care about your looks as long as you have money. Ellie calmly watched how the contents of her pillow were flying all over the room. And you think that's normal? I hate greedy people. April, relax. My friend even stood up. Why does that worry you so much? Because I've never held more than a thousand bucks in my life. I've never had any money. And greenbacks ruined my life in high school. Everybody's so obsessed with it. They forget about humanity. And then I noticed that my friend's entire room was like covered in snow. I destroyed all the pillows. The worst part was realizing that secretly, I wanted to be rich too. I told Ellie one thing, and in my head I kept thinking about the fact that I wanted, for once, to feel what it was like to be rich. 
and soon I had a chance to find out. In front of a pair, Ellie caught me in the hallway and took me aside. Dylan likes you! Her eyes lit up with excitement. Why would you think that? He looks at you in that way, and half the girls in college want to kill you for it. That's ridiculous. I turned away and suddenly bumped into Dylan. The weirdo stared at me without blinking, and then he held out his skinny hand and smiled. Oh no. Or, oh yes. What should I do? My head simply shut off at this moment. It's not just a guy, it's a millionaire. If I reciprocate, then all my troubles will disappear on their own. I would have money. On the other hand, I didn't want to stoop to those who chase guys for money. And Dee Dee, though a ridiculous freak, is still a human being. I couldn't do that to him. And you already know that I couldn't resist the temptation for long. It all started with gifts. Dylan didn't dare give them to me personally. He'd toss them to me, or give them to me through the guards. And he himself watched me closely from a distance. At first, I just ignored the gifts, and then I started giving them back. Dylan, don't waste your money and my nerves. I don't want anything from you. I'm sorry, but you are not my type. I returned the unlimited membership to the best spa center in town that he'd given me. Dylan said money was such a small thing. The most important thing is a person's soul. And then he added that he could see he wasn't my type. But he didn't understand that, because other girls are not repulsed by his looks at all. I had to tell him the truth, and I told him honestly that for a purse full of millions, they are ready for many things. I know, he answered with a smile. That's why I like you. Accept my gift. It's from the bottom of my heart. You barely know me. Why all this? Dylan said that I was the only one and that he really liked me. Me? Oh, look, what a beautiful bird. I shouted and ran away like a complete fool while he was looking in the direction I had pointed. My head was filled with all kinds of thoughts. I didn't like Dylan at all, but he liked me. What's more, he is willing to shower me with money just for talking to him. And that's when my head exploded. I started talking to Dylan. And then I started pretending that I liked him. And the more I pretended, the more generous he was. It's true, I had to transfer to distance learning. It became dangerous to be in college. Dylan's admirers gave me hell. Of course they thought it was because I was beautiful, so the main blow fell on my appearance. They pelted me with all sorts of nasty stuff and ruined my clothes. But the most cringeworthy part was ahead. They grabbed me and put a lot of self-tanner on me, and one of them took out a hair clipper and shaved me bald. I ended up being a bald bronze statue. But Dylan didn't turn his back on me and started spending even more money on me. And then we flew to Paris, and he proposed to me right at the top of the Eiffel Tower. I couldn't refuse. It wasn't out of love. But I tried to kid myself that getting married would make him happy, and me, rich. Everyone will remain on the plus side. Ellie didn't approve of my position. That is so low. I don't believe you will do that. You're the one who disapproved of the pursuit of wealth, and now you're one of those dolls? She didn't even look at me, turned her back to the window. And then she continued, you're taking advantage of him. I can't believe my friend has turned into such a monster. And we had a fight. She didn't even come to my fancy wedding. Now I was fabulously rich, but that didn't make me any happier. 
money didn't warm my soul. And the longer I lived in Dylan's mansion, the worse I felt. Everyone here adored my husband for his kindness. Already at the age of 19, he was contributing huge sums to charity. What's more, as it turned out, he used to be handsome. Dylan ruined his own looks to show everyone that beauty is not the main thing. And he loved me very much. Everyone at the mansion respected and appreciated me, but no one knew what a snake I really was. The situation worsened when I realized I was falling in love with my husband. That's wonderful, you'll say. No, it's a total fiasco, I will answer. At least I used to be able to lie and play my part. But the warmer I felt about him, the harder it was to deal with my conscience. I wish I'd told him the truth right away, but I didn't. I don't know how he found out, but maybe Ellie did. Dee Dee drove away, and I was left in a mansion with people who hated me. That's why I was waiting for a cab in the pouring rain. I knew where Dylan was going. That's why I followed him, to tell him how I felt. Dylan, I love you for real. I couldn't hold back my tears, and I hugged him, but he pulled away. Why should I believe you? You're such a good liar. Dylan, I'm ready to lose all the money. I'm ready to go back to that trailer where I spent my entire childhood, as long as you forgive me and believe in my feelings. You don't have to give me a dime for the rest of my life, but I want to be with you. This conversation went on for a long time, and Dylan said he'd give me another chance. But now everyone would be watching me closely. I paid the price for my greed by losing people's trust, lost a friend, and almost lost my husband. There's only one conclusion to be drawn. Greed ruins lives, turning people into animals. Have you ever succumbed to greed? Share your stories in the comments. Like this video and send it to your friends. My alarm rang loudly and woke me up in the princess-like room. Oh my god, I'm late for school! The maid quickly helped me change my clothes, wash my face, and massage my arms and legs. She took me to the dressing room to select my bags and jewelry for the day, but in a hurry, she accidentally dropped a pink Rolex watch worth $50,000 to the ground. I'm so sorry, my lady! I reassured her and whispered, <laughs> Let's just say I dropped it. Then I reached for my bag and threw the broken watch in the trash. Fiona, my mean sister, saw that and took a photo. Look how little Miss Boyle threw away this expensive watch! Ugh, not again. Hi, I'm Brittany and I'm 19 years old. As you can see, I was born into the richest family in England. My dad was a famous politician and my mom was a phenomenal pianist. They were very busy, so it was usually just me and Fiona at home. However, we have distinctly opposite personalities and Fiona always looked for ways to mess me up. Contrary to Fiona who always obeyed our parents every word, I was the rule breaker of the family. Not to mention, I love racing. Even if my mom disapproved of my passion and forced me to learn piano, I still found ways to participate in many races without her knowing. Once, when I was in a big race and was almost in the lead, the road split into two ways. Because I knew that area very well, I knew the left road was a shortcut, so I quickly went that way, but suddenly, a car appeared right behind me and was hot on my tail. However, the driver lost control of the wheel and crashed into a nearby fence. The collision wasn't too serious and he seemed fine, so I decided to continue the race when suddenly he called out. Wait, don't leave me! I immediately braked the car and ran out to see if he was injured. Were you really about to leave me alone? Duh, you look fine. And it's your fault for not knowing this area and yet dare to go after me. 
because the road was empty and very few people passed by there. <laughs> I had to let him into my car, or else he would have to stay there all night and never be able to reach the destination. After putting him in the car, I continued my race. All the way through, he kept、hmm? complaining that my racing style was too reckless. Jeez, what a bother! I shut him up with a tissue in his throat, but still, due to his disturbance, I only finished in third place. You're probably the coolest girl I've ever met. I'm David. Whatever. The fact that two riders finished the race in the same car was so unique that it quickly became the media hot topic. Not only that, my sister also started skipping school and followed me to the race to take pictures of me as evidence. The pictures were quickly handed to our mom, and as a result, I was punished for my disobedience and for participating in risky races. However, Fiona suffered the same fate and was grounded for skipping school. That made her hate me even more. Fiona always acted hostile to me because only one of us was assigned to take over the family business someday. It was her biggest ambition. Although I was indifferent about it, since she loved money and power so much, marrying the son of War Petroleum Corporation's chairman would surely strengthen her position, and she was looking forward to it. Knowing that the engagement was already on the way, I guess Fiona's wish would come true soon. One day, my family invited the family-in-law to dinner. Fiona was so overdressed that if I hadn't known better, I'd say she was going to greet the U.S. president. When the family arrived, I was startled. It was David, the lame guy who was in the race with me the other day. He's the son of Wall Corporation's chairman. During the meal, my dad introduced. Hi, David. This is Fiona, your future fiance. <laughs> But I'm more interested in your second daughter. What the heck? That's lunatic! I immediately kicked his leg. However, after hearing David's unthinkable wish, my parents still agreed to rearrange the wedding. <laughs> Humiliated and angry, Fiona immediately left the place. I couldn't help but ran after my sister to comfort her. Do you like David that much? No, I hate you both. Stay away from me. Fiona brushed me off and stormed away. Great, now I would have to deal with that madman alone. When I returned, I dragged David to my back garden. Listen, you ninny, I don't want to marry you. Why not? It's a win-win for us. You seem fun, and God knows we both hate arranged marriages like this.、Hmm. So David also didn't want such a marriage as well. He proposed that both of us should pretend to accept our family's wishes to hold a wedding. Then we would throw caution to the wind and mess it all up. What he said sounded quite intriguing and beneficial indeed. Fiona didn't seem to be fond of David that much, and if I did as David said, my sister、hmm. wouldn't need to marry someone she didn't love. Then, when I gave up the inheritance, she could have it, and everyone would be happy. Let's wreak havoc right before the wedding day. Deal. Deal. After that day, David and I were scheduled to go on dates, and sometimes the destination was an amusement park. David hired a paparazzi to accompany us to take pictures. He was asked to capture our most childish moments, like when we were posing as ghosts in a haunted house to scare the guests. Or pretending to be sharks to tease children at the water park. Everything we did was to embarrass our families. Honestly, those pranks with David put me in high spirits. However, our little plan seemed to be backfire. Little did we know, another paparazzi had recorded our friendly moments and spread the news that we were dating. Immediately, my family confirmed the information and announced that we were about to get engaged. That sucks. The only thing I wanted to improve was my relationship with my sister, but it didn't work. From the day David rejected her, Fiona was rarely at home. She started partying wildly, much to our parents' disappointment. It made me feel guilty too. One windy night, I drove to the beach and tried to distract myself from my life problems. Are you okay? 
Hearing David's voice, I burst into tears because what I did might have hurt Fiona. He patted me and tried his best to lift my spirits as he got me some ice cream. That was pretty cute and attentive of him. Maybe I liked him more than I thought. But before I told that to David, I needed to make sure Fiona was okay first. One day, I went to find Fiona at her friend's house. That place was reeked of alcohol. Ugh, I tried to help Fiona up, but she kept insisting on me to play truth or dare, or else she wouldn't come home with me. Jeez, I had no choice but to listen to her. I dare you to hide in the closet with my buddy Pete. I hesitated, but Fiona burst into tears, saying that she was tired of no one listening to any word she said. What a pain, <laughs> but I didn't want to hurt her any further, so I agreed. Unbelievably, on the very next day, the video of me and Pete getting into the closet was edited and spread like wildfire. Losing their tempers, my parents decided to stop the marriage between me and David and chose Fiona as my replacement. Horrified, I tried to contact David to explain, but all I received was one message from him. I know we are nothing yet, but all this time, I've been serious about it. I'll be out of the way so that you can be with the person you truly love. Oh, David, so he was into me too? There was no doubt that my sister had gone too far this time. I decided to stop the wedding between her and David with everything I had to take back my supposed-to-be fiancé. When Fiona was preparing her wedding dress, I barged in and questioned her. If you don't love David, why do you want to marry him? To destroy you! You're always loved by everyone even though you have no talent! Fiona admitted that she was the mastermind who set me up with Pete. Then she furiously pushed me to a nearby cold hangar. Fiona was about to slap me when a hand stopped her. Stop it! I can't believe you do this to your own sister! Unbelievably, David and his parents had overheard everything. They immediately stopped all engagement activities, and Fiona had to pay for all of her wrongdoings. Still, after everything, I couldn't bring myself to hate Fiona, so I forgave her instead. She was unfortunate enough. My parents were also publicly criticized for arranging an unwanted marriage to serve their business interests. And that, my friends, was how I solved that one big mess. After that day, I wholeheartedly expressed my feelings to David. And we officially dated each other on our own free will. Not only that, we are enjoying our racing passion together to the fullest. Share this podcast to all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook and so on and you'll be given a shout out. Also drop your social media username so that we can find you. Thanks for your support. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in this episode description. You should also please follow or subscribe to our other podcast My Animated Story by clicking on this episode description. And also, kindly please rate and review this podcast by... That day, my mom threw a big party and she appeared in front of the crowd in splendid clothes. Mommy, you look great! I rushed over and hugged her, but unfortunately, my sweat dropped on her skirt. Get out of the way, Milka! Don't be stupid! You're ruining my dress! Mom yelled angrily and dragged me into my room. Sitting alone in the dark, I hugged myself and cried. Hi, I'm Milka! Ever since I was a kid, I've suffered from hyperhidrosis disorder, known as uncontrollable sweating. When I feel nervous, my whole body becomes excessively wet. Not only was I bullied at school and called smelly Mika, but I was also estranged from my own mother. As a wealthy businesswoman, she greatly valued appearance. She often complained about my sweaty body and always seemed to avoid touching me. 
Gradually, I became self-deprecating and insecure. On my first day in high school, to avoid being the target of bullying like in a middle school, I tried to hide my sweating disorder. I spent two hours in the bathroom to wash up, spray a lot of perfume, and even put two tampons under my arms to prevent sweating from running down my shirt. Without throughout preparation, I was looking for a great new beginning. However, it seems I was too optimistic. When I just entered the class, Daisy, the school's most popular girl, suddenly coughed and grimaced. OMG, whose cheap perfume is that? My beautiful nose is being tortured. Then, she held her nose, trying to figure out where the scent was coming from. In a panic, I quickly waved my hand around to make my scent disappear. But it was useless because very soon, Daisy discovered me. So, it's you. Why am I not surprised? Only losers give off a cheap smell like that. The whole class burst into laughter after her words. While I was utterly embarrassed, James, Daisy's boyfriend, appeared. He apologized to me for his girlfriend's rudeness then made an excuse to drag her away. His kind action and handsome face greatly impressed me. That afternoon during PE class, I nervously approached James. I wanted to thank him for helping me out of that embarrassing situation, but the moment I touched his back, I was shocked to find that the sweat on my hands was already on his shirt. What's up? Oh, s sorry, I, I got your shirt dirty. Let me wipe it for you. Then, I panicked and wiped the sweat off his back. But the more I worried, the sweatier I got. Suddenly, Daisy rushed over and pushed me down. What are you doing? Stay away from my boyfriend, you pathetic loser. When James helped me to my feet, the two tampons I had stuck under my arm fell off. Seeing that, Daisy and everyone in the class left their butts off. I was so embarrassed that I burst into tears and ran away. Thought that was more than enough of a bad day. But no, I continued to have trouble with my mother. Milka, why do you always look so messy? Pay more attention to your look. I angrily vented all the anger in my heart. Mom, stop it! I'm tired of being bullied at school all day only to be criticized again at home. What? Have you been bullied? My own mother doesn't love me. How can others do? After saying that, I disheartedly left. From that day on, I stopped talking to my mom. No matter how hard she tried to communicate, I always made excuses no. to avoid her. I also tried to stay in the shadows when I was at school, so no one would notice me. Until one day during biology class, the teacher asked us to work in pairs for an assignment. When I was ready to work alone, James suddenly approached me. Milka, do you want to pair up with me? Me? What about Daisy? Well, we just broke up last week. She was always jealous for no reason. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Anyway, I was hoping that you can help me get better at this subject. I know you're one of the smartest <laughs> girls around. To James' compliment, I happily agreed. So, from that day on, we started studying together and gradually became close. James always complimented me on my intelligence and likability. As for me, I was drawn by his kindness. Once, when he came to my house to study, 
James shared with me his biggest passion. It's rugby. After graduating, he wanted to attend Columbia University to continue his passion. However, the tuition was too expensive. So James needed to do his best for an upcoming game to get a scholarship. I also shared with James about my love for composing music and my dream to be on stage one day to sing the songs I had composed. However, because I was always bullied and felt insecure about myself, I never dared to do it. One day, when my school announced about a musical talent contest, James convinced me to join it. To encourage me, he even signed up to join me up on stage. To encourage me, he even signed up to join me on stage. Although we only won third place. After what James did for us, I felt so much happier and more confident than before. When everything was going well, something unexpected happened. That day, when I was talking to James, Daisy suddenly attacked me. You loser! Stay away from my boyfriend! He just pities you! Your mother hired James to be your friend! You're lying! James, what she said isn't true, is it? But in response to me, he remained silent. I was so hurt and angry that despite him trying to explain, I just coldly left. When I got home, I rushed to my mom's office. You think I'm so pathetic that I need a hard friend? Milka, listen. I just want the best for you. That's enough, mom! Leave me alone! I don't want to see you anymore! Without missing a bit, I ran away. From that day on, I locked myself in my room and cut off all contact with James. In order not to see mom and him again, I asked my dad to be transferred to a boarding school. While I was packing, my mom suddenly entered my room. She apologized to me and asked for a chance to explain. She said that, after learning that I was hurt because of her carelessness and for being bullied at school, she had regretted it so much. Mom wanted to talk to me but I always had avoided her. That's why the day she saw James come into her house to do homework, she bribed him into becoming my friend. But Milka, after knowing you for a while, the boy has returned the money. James likes you a lot and he likes you for who you are, not for money. He even signed up for a singing contest with you that I've never asked of him. Though I was utterly surprised by what mom said, after what had happened, I just couldn't trust her anymore. On the last day I went to school with my dad to withdraw my application, I accidentally ran into Daisy. As soon as she saw me, she got irritated. Loser! You think you're worthy of James? Enough, Daisy. I don't want to argue. I don't understand what's so great about you that James willing to give up his important match. Not only that, but he dares to refuse to come back to me. What? It's because of your silly singing contest. James dropped out of his important game just to enter it. What does he get by doing that? Daisy's word made me realize that my mom was telling the truth. James really liked me as a friend. He was willing to sacrifice his dream to help me achieve mine. I met James soon after and we had an honest talk. After we understood everything, James and I both wanted to continue being good friends. Not only that, my relationship with my mom has also improved. She realized that sometimes she acted so heartless that it hurt me. Share this podcast to all social media, TikTok, Instagram. 
Facebook and so on and you'll be given a shout out. Also drop your social media username so that we can find you. Thanks for your support. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel by clicking the link in this episode description. You should also please follow or subscribe to our other podcast My Animated Story by clicking on this episode description. And also, kindly please rate and review this podcast by...